Hello, you're listening to the Fridays Forever podcast. My name is Mike. And I'm Karen. And we are Fridays Forever. Thanks for joining us. Okay, we're back, Karen. We have been gone for a few weeks. Yes. Good to be back with everyone. It is. You know, we had to dig our podcast uh, little mini studio here kind of out because we have been moving some things around here at our home. And some things are changing. We can't share with you now, but uh, in the future we uh, will definitely be sharing with you some changes that's been going on here around our home, right? Right. But it is exciting to be back with the podcast, Fridays Forever, and we want to share, like we always do, we start off with a couple of our recent uh, journeys that we've taken, adventures, um, on our uh, YouTube channel, Fridays Forever, and then we transition into a journey for hope, or journey to hope, I should say. And uh, this week, Karen, it's How the Lord's Prayer Helps Us Resemble Jesus. Yes. Just a beautiful article that you have written. So you want to take off there? What are we going to talk about first on our adventures? Let's talk about the pumpkin people in Gatlinburg. Yes, I love them. Yes, they're so fun. Yeah, they're just, uh, they position them really all over the town of Gatlinburg, don't they? Mm -hmm. And um, you can't go maybe 50 yards and you run into another one mm -hmm. and they're just sometimes sitting on the, the benches. The benches, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Sometimes they're just standing out along the, the sidewalk. and mm -hmm. Or near an entrance to one of the little side entrances to a little strip mall or something like that. Yeah, yeah. and new this year is something they're calling 3D Scarecrows. Mm -hmm. And they're everywhere, too. Yes. Everywhere like, you look. Mm -hmm. Front and back and shirts and blue jeans and overalls and just really cute, too. Yeah, and I was thinking, you know, uh, especially around the aquarium area, there there had to be hundreds and hundreds of those oh, yeah. out in front of that. It's, it's a beautiful place, uh, Gatlinburg, this time of year in the fall, mm -hmm. and um, the pumpkin people. And so we highly recommend getting down there and walking the strip. One of our favorite things to do is just walk around Gatlinburg. Mm -hmm. And let's see how many pumpkin people we can name that we saw Oh, goodness. See, we I, saw a teacher because she had like a chalkboard and an apple. Yeah, and we saw the lady uh, making a knitting or something like that. Yeah, a needlepoint. Uh -huh. Needlepoint, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, we saw one that was on her phone on each side of the street. We saw yeah, her on one side of the street, and phone. then she was on the other side of the street on her phone. Yeah. We saw the, uh, a policeman shaking hands mm -hmm. with the fireman. Mm -hmm. We saw some construction people. Mm -hmm. We saw an athletic person like a football player that was a pumpkin. I think uh, he was just a fan. Oh, he was a fan. Okay. A fan of sports, it looks like. Oh, okay. Um, what else? We saw several cute ones where like the kid was, a pumpkin kid was on top of the shoulders of a Dad or mom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's always cute. I like the one right out in front of, uh, right beside of Caramel Corn, one of my mm -hmm. favorite places. Uh, the little guy, little kid pulling his dog in a red wagon. Yes. That's that was a great a one. Cute pumpkin. And then at Ober Gallenberg, there's a couple of people. I remember you saying, this can just be me and you, Mike, here. 
But you know what the best one is? Uh, if you're coming from um, the National Park into Gatlinburg, that big, huge one that's standing mm-hmm. right there is just amazing, isn't it? It says, Welcome to Gatlinburg. Yeah, yeah. we get your picture with that. It's really, really Yeah, it's, it's nice. a giant. Yeah. So there you go. That's the uh, Pumpkin People and the 3D Scarecrows in Gatlinburg. If you want to check that out on mm-hmm. YouTube, actually see the video, you can go over there to Friday's Forever and see that. Yeah, that was a fun video. Yeah. And then we ended up um, Pigeon Forge at a place called Huck Finn's Catfish. Yes, restaurant. And it was fun adventure uh, as well. Besides the food, uh, we both tried out the big giant chair outside and it's hard to get out of it it is I, I barely got out of that thing you can see in the video i'm I'm struggling to to get out of the that big huge chair well we both fit in it that's what's we funny. got in it once together and did some filming yeah but now let's talk about the food well, well before we get to the food we have a patron that's um really good friends and you want to tell everybody yes yeah, so keith and debbie from ohio they've sponsored several of our food reviews and this was another one they wanted us to try which is one of their favorites and so we want to thank keith and debbie yeah thank you so much guys if you listen to our podcast we we hope so yeah but we really appreciate you all very much and all of our patrons that help Mm -hmm. with our adventures Mm -hmm. on our youtube channel and there was more to huck fans outside besides the big chair there's like a little waterfall and a big catfish that I think has on a Tennessee Vols mm-hmm. T-shirt. Yeah, he's got the right attire on. Mm-hmm. But inside, there's almost like a you walk into a little general store. Yes, uh, with T-shirts and all kinds little of catfish yeah, stuffed animals and jams and mm-hmm. different little knickknacks that you can pick up. And then on your way out, there's uh, all kinds of stuff that you can. Uh, pick up there but it's decorated really patriotic isn't it yes there's a lot of uh, red white and blue and flags and that type of thing there even on some of their retail items that you could buy and then inside the restaurant it's just one it's just big open rooms so it's almost like you're eating with family yeah it is a big big open room there but when you sit down they bring out complimentary uh, beans and uh, hush puppies some slaw, uh, onions, and pickles, mm-hmm. and I really enjoyed the beans and the hush puppies. I was huh. just like crumbling my hush puppies up in those beans, and because I grew up on, you know, soup beans, cornbread. That's it. Yeah, and it was good. And you did you like the slaw? Yes, I liked the slaw. It was sweet, which is I'm picky about slaw, so it was. Yeah, good. I'm not a slaw eater, so I didn't try it. We loved the um, glasses that we ate. We drank out of. Uh, Yours was Dark Coke and mine was water, but they were huge, like mason jars. Yeah, didn't need a refill. It's a, one of the few times I've ever been in a restaurant where mm-hmm. didn't need a refill. No. So what did you so order? Big. So I ordered catfish, three mm-hmm. pieces of catfish, and um, what did mine come with? Friday. Did I get fried okra? Green beans, I believe. Oh, yes, I got green beans because I could not quit talking about how good those green beans were. They were good. They were just seasoned perfectly um, because whether you think it or not, you can mess up green beans. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's hard to imagine, but yeah. The green beans were really, really good. Mm -hmm. I ordered what I thought was popcorn shrimp. It was kind of when they came in between a popcorn shrimp and a 
regular size shrimp, but it was mm-hmm. really good and fresh. And fries. Yeah, and fries. Mm-hmm. And um, mine was really good. I, I enjoyed it. I tasted your catfish. I thought it was very good. What about you? The catfish was really good. It was very tender, and the breading on it was good, and it wasn't too greasy. Yeah, there you go. So we um, we had a great visit there at Huck Fins. If you're looking for catfish in the Pigeon Forge, Gatlinburg area, it's hard to beat. Um, you know, the, um, of course, we're not uh, seafood connoisseurs by any means. No. So you have to take our recommendations or what we had with what we enjoy eating always, right? Right. Oh, and we left something out. Mm-hmm. Our patrons that sponsored this, um, Keith and Debbie, they said you've got to try the gator bites yeah. which is an appetizer and they were out yeah. and the manager was telling us before we were seated that it's a national problem with a lack of alligator and so they can't get it right nobody now. can get it nobody can get saying. it mm-hmm. so we didn't get to try the gator and I was kind of looking forward to that. I've never, not that I know of, ever tried it. Have you? No. You know, just to at least say, even if we liked it or didn't like it, to say, hey, we tried Gator. Yeah, we did. That's just a couple of our adventures, and um, hopefully, hopefully you enjoyed that, and uh, hopefully you follow us on Fridays Forever on, on YouTube. We'll be right back with our Journey to Hope. Hey, we'd love for you to be able to... Um, Find us on all of our social media platforms. Of course, on YouTube, it's Fridays Forever. If you just type that in, we'll pop up. And that's where a lot of the adventures that we talk about here on the podcast, you can actually watch those and comment and make sure and hit that subscribe button. And we would appreciate that on Instagram. You can find us at Fridays Forever and the number two. We're often posting pictures there uh, throughout the week on our adventures and things like that. On Facebook, of course, it's Fridays Forever. Please come over there and like that page. We post pictures and a lot of other things, and we can talk back and forth. It's a good place to contact us through Messenger. And our email address is FridaysForever, the number two, at gmail.com. Our mailing address is Fridays Forever, P.O. Box 9024, Gray, Tennessee, 37615. Okay, it's time for Journey to Hope, Karen, and this week um, your article is entitled How the Lord's Prayer Helps Us Resemble Jesus, and I, I loved it, by the way, um, if I haven't told you yet. It is uh, Thank you. very, very good. You can find um, her writings at KarenGirlFriday.com online, and go over there and make sure and say hi to her. And by the way, Feel free to leave us um, a note here on the podcast, and we can communicate that way if you would like to. So how the Lord's Prayer helps us resemble Jesus. So who do you resemble? That's the question coming out of the beginning here. You know, um, were you the spitting image of your mother or father at birth as a child, or maybe even now? And Maybe there's a resemblance to both parents. Or not either one. You know, you look at a child sometimes and go, we're your parents. Neither of those could be possibly be your parents, you know. Right. 
But perhaps people think you resemble someone else. Hey, and you know, Mike, as a twin, and some of you listening may know or not know that um, I have an identical twin sister, my sister is always someone I resemble. It, obviously with physical attributes, but there's there's other ways that we resemble each other. But besides how someone looks, we can also resemble someone in character. To grow to resemble Jesus is one of the most important aspects of Christianity. But if we miss this, we miss the purest meaning for Christian, which actually means little Christ. I mean, think about the first part of that word, Christian, Mm C-H-R-I-S-T. Yet, how do Christians look like Christ? That's a good question. I mean, after our spiritual birth, is there a way to really grow to resemble Jesus? Okay, so we have Matthew 6. You know, Christ seizes this opportunity to teach his disciples and listeners how to pray. And while the prayer, you know, it's... Line by line, it's it's really beautiful and powerful, uh, but we we make other discoveries like that you're writing about here within the text, and it showcases who God is, and we uncover the mission of Jesus, and still further, it reveals how to look more like Jesus Christ. Yeah, so let's let's look at the Lord's prayer from Matthew six nine through thirteen. Our Father in heaven. Hallowed be your name, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. You know, I think most of our listeners have uh, quoted that before, Mm -hmm. and I know my earliest um, memories of that uh, was when I played uh, basketball on a sports team in high school, and we would say the prayer, you know, before every every game. We had a good Christian coach who had great values. Of course, that's Matthew 6. Now, Karen, how to resemble Jesus through the Lord's Prayer? You've got some things outlined here for us. And number one is Jesus recognized his Father's holiness. Yes, because when we look at the beginning of this prayer, our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Hallowed means holy, sacred, and revered. That's from Merriam-Webster. Jesus acknowledges, holy are you, Father. Revered is your name. And it's like us saying, holy are you, Lord. Mm -hmm. So to resemble Jesus, we recognize our heavenly Father, as holy because he is, and we revere his name. We voice it to God in prayer, and we voice it to others. We might say, you know, my God is holy. Hallowed is his name. So that's number one. Number two is in resembling Jesus, Jesus desired his Father's kingdom. And If you remember, he says, your kingdom come. So Jesus spent his life bringing heaven's kingdom to earth, and it's, it's seen in his words, in his actions, and disciples. And God's kingdom is displayed in his peace and grace and love and mercy. And we may spend years, uh, you know, building our own kingdom. But 
it often crumbles, doesn't it, Karen? It does, and we're just left with the rubble (laughs) at that point. So looking like Jesus, we desire God's kingdom over our own. It's seen in our words, our actions, and how we disciple others. We also display the peace, grace, love, and mercy of Jesus. Now, that's not always easy to do. That's not mm-hmm. what we're saying here. That should be the desires of our heart mm-hmm. to be more like Christ. And then number three, Jesus busied himself with his father's business, where he said, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Yeah, at only 12 years old, we remember the story. Jesus was focused on his father's business from Luke Two twenty nine, Jesus went missing in the caravan mm-hmm. that was headed back home. And when his parents, earthly parents, Mary and Joseph, went back to look for him, they found him in the temple. And he said, didn't you know I, I would be about my father's business? And there's other accounts where Christ states his purpose was to do just that, the father's will. So resembling Jesus We busy ourselves with our Father's business, too, and we pray and seek His will. So instead of our life characterized by mere busyness, we make the business of heaven our life. That's what you're saying in this, Mm -hmm. right? And, And again, it's not easy. It's just that we grow to resemble Jesus when we're focused and asking the Lord, help us. Help us resemble Jesus in these ways. Yeah. So number four, resembling Jesus, Jesus relied on his Father's provision. He said, give us this day our daily bread. Yes, this is modeled in his life. Jesus asked God to provide. How? Weekly, monthly, yearly, bi-yearly? No, daily. These needs included physical and spiritual nourishment. But Christ never concerned himself with tomorrow's provision, and that's hard for us not to do. And it reminds us of the manna God provided each day to the Israelites from Exodus 16. He said, I will give you manna every morning. You don't have to gather too much. So looking like Jesus, we trust God's provision for each day. We ask him and we trust him for physical and spiritual nourishment. Right, and but that doesn't mean that we shouldn't work. That doesn't mean that um, we shouldn't get out there and um, go after it in, in life, right? That's not mm-hmm. what we're talking about here. But we're talking ultimately about, hey, God, we're trusting you. And um, you, you often find yourself in circumstances sometimes, and you go, I don't know how we're going to make it through this. Exactly. But we're, we're that trust comes in, Mike, where we're saying we know that, Everything we have and all of our resources comes from God anyway. I know. I remember many times in our ministry and our lives where we didn't know how we were going to make it or didn't have the financial um, resources to be able to do what we could see in front of us. And fortunately, we matured in our faith and learned how to trust the Father for our provision and so that's um that's a big one. Mm-hmm. Number five, Karen, uh, Jesus extended his father's forgiveness, where he said, "And forgive us our debts, as we also for- have forgiven our debtors." Yes, Jesus extended forgiveness for sins to 
a woman that was Mark's sample in Luke seven forty eight. He also asked the Father to forgive those who crucified him in Luke twenty three thirty four. Remember that he said, Father, forgive them if they don't know what they do. And Christ died so that our sins were paid for and forgiven. So forgiveness is just a big, vital, key role on the Christian journey and in the Christian life. And resembling Jesus, we freely and liberally forgive others who wrong us, even those who are repeat offenders. Again, it's not easy. No, it's not easy. That is probably one of the most difficult parts of a Christian life. I mean, I've often said that the Christian life is really impossible. And when I say that, I mean in my own strength. I can't do this. I can't forgive somebody who's wronged me. But Christ through me Mm -hmm. can. Christ through you. And if you're listening to this podcast, Christ through you can accomplish things that you cannot even imagine as you uh, go through this journey uh, to hope Mm -hmm. here on this life. So number six is resemble Jesus. Jesus combated evil with his father's word. I love that one, where he said, and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. And Jesus overcame temptation with scripture. You know, if you remember in Matthew 4, he said, it is written, you know, Christ freed uh, people with evil spirits. He spoke about abstaining from evil, and Jesus said to overcome evil with good. And that's Romans 12, Karen. So looking like Jesus, we use God's word to overcome temptation in our lives. We protect our heart from evil, and we too overcome evil with good, and that's how we resemble Jesus. Yes. So when we think about a summary here of the six parts of the Lord's Prayer to look like Jesus. Jesus recognized his Father's holiness. He desired his Father's kingdom. He busied himself with the Father's business. He relied on God's provision, his Father's provision. Jesus extended his forgiveness, and he combated evil with his Father's word. Which which of these ways do you desire to resemble Jesus most, Mike, or what? Would you add anything? You know, I don't. I don't think so. I love the provision part I elaborated on, and then obviously his word. All of them are powerful. Great mm-hmm. article, by the way. Thank you. If you're listening to the podcast, which you are, what would you say? Thanks for joining us so much. We appreciate each of you here at our Fridays Forever podcast. Again, thank you. Until next time, we are Fridays. Forever. Bye-bye, everybody. Bye, everyone. <laughs>